Just uh, about 15 minutes before we love and leave you, and we're going to get now into our second discussion of the day, which is with regards to the Momentum Proteus team. Um, so to chat more about that now, we finally got Coach. Coach, a very good evening to you and a very, very happy birthday um, on your side. Good evening, Ayanda, and uh, to all your listeners, and thank you very much. Much appreciated. Birthday wishes. How is it going, sir, on your birthday today? It's been very quiet. Uh, the team has uh, done their best to make it very special, and I appreciate that. And a lot of calls from family and friends. Mm-hmm. As you know, we're in the bubble, so we're just managing the best we can, but so far it's been very good. Making it special is what they did indeed. Uh, a clean sweep in the ODI series, and now you're ready to tunnel up in the T20 series. How would you sum up the entire experience for the team and for yourself as well? It has been tough. Uh, tough for the, for the mere fact that... Uh, uh, we've been so long out of comp- competitive phase and to be able to come to Durban, the conditions have been very challenging to us I and mean, very surprising to hear them there, but the heat itself was taxing on the players and uh, they had to dig deep to make sure that uh, they they play well against a very competitive Pakistan side. So overall, when we looked at where we at as a team from where we started to see the first ODI to now, there's been vast improvement and we're very happy to, to what we've seen and the youngsters coming in also be given opportunity. They're showing some progress in the right direction, which we makes us very happy in the camp as well. Coach Hilton, I have to say that, I mean, the girls are showing so much dominance and so much uh, match mm-hmm. fitness uh, that it doesn't even seem like, you know, we are, we are fighting this COVID-19 that for the longest time, you know, sports was not um, um, active. Mm-hmm. What would you say kept the girls going and uh, in terms of fitness and being mentally um, fit? What was it that kept them going? For us, uh, when we, when the COVID, when COVID break, uh, mm-hmm. the outbreak started, uh, for us was very important. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I like it. Uh, it was very important because for us, it was just after the World Cup and then we were at uh, England and Australia tours that was uh, mm-hmm. had to be cancelled. So during our winter time, that's when we regrouped and we knew that we had to work out on our fitness. Mm-hmm. It gave us a dead window to be able to work. And then since July, the team has been working every month together, building up towards a possible tour that might happen. So not knowing when it's going to happen and how quickly it's going to happen, we had to make mm-hmm. sure that each and everyone in the camp stays fit, keep working out on their skills. And with all the coaches back at the provinces and the unions making facilities available during this difficult time, we we really appreciate that because you could see the skills on the field, what how the girls execute and where we are now in the series, in both series is just through hard work and cooperation from everyone in the cricket family. Mm. Coach, just looking at the ODI series that was you just yeah. completed right now, the, the the main thing for me was how how close those wins were. Obviously, you yeah. won the first one by three runs, second one thirteen yeah. runs, and the second one and the third one by thirty two runs. How, what would you attribute that to, um, in terms of you know you obviously were the dominant side, but then it, in certain parts of the game you slipped up, and then you brought yeah. Pakistan back into the game. I think bowling, bowling, uh, you could see the, the results. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, the bowlers have bowled well in throughout the series. And for us, we, we felt that there's still a little bit more work to be done regarding our fielding and batting side because we, we had a lot of batters that get starts, but we're not getting to the 50, 100 mark or even 80 plus. And then as a fielding, we had far too many um, errors that we committed in the field that caught ourselves on the back foot. But uh, overall, you could see that the team has uh, had to be different against a very, very uh, well-drilled Pakistan side. 
they came in here and the conditions also at the end of the day, you're only as good as what the conditions allow you to. And we had to adapt because the condition is more, not more what we expected from a home uh, condition. But the ladies had to adapt and even our skills and plans, we had to readapt to make sure we can combat the, the conditions and play uh, to the best of our ability. But everyone had to dig deep and you could see even from the, like you said, the margins at the end of the day that it, it is a team that had to fight to make sure that we win because uh, in two, three years ago, we would always be ending up in the win, in the losing side when we had those kinds of close games, but it shows the maturity and experience that the team has learned and we're moving in the right direction as far as being able to finish off games when we have uh, our position against the wall. Coach, the second ODI that uh, you guys played was obviously more than just a normal game as it represented um, the first ever Black Day outing in an awareness of, you know, the gender-based violence in South Africa. Did that in any way um, add uh, pressure on you guys because now um, you're actually uh, representing a cause as well that is, is, is quite a plague in South Africa? No, I would say pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's a lot of the ladies being able to... Being able to have, be play part in uh, creating awareness, joining a campaign like this, which mm-hmm. directly and in, or indirectly affects all of us in, in, in within the squad and in the country, to be able to send a message and stand up against that, it was also it was just uh, um, uh, um, icing on the cake for us to be able to make sure that we part of it, and at the end of the day to be able to spread the message about what we love, doing what we love, and. The result is at the end of the day was just a win-win for everyone but who was involved in the from the start from the beginning of when the campaign started to where it is now. I mean, there's been a lot of work behind closed doors from our our, our uh, administrators and team to make sure that uh, eventually we have a campaign that we as a team also stand and stand up for and and able to spread the message and stand up against the, uh, the gender-based violence in uh, in our country. So overall, uh, even though we knew that there's a bigger cause, at the end of the day, they still had to go and be professional about what they do, and and they executed just that on what was required on the day. With regards to obviously uh, the, the cause going forward now, is there are there any going to be? Are, they, are, are you guys going to have matches where you're going to be using Black Day once again, or are there also other initiatives that you're going to be looking into? Oh, definitely, we, we we will sit down and see to this this event as it is now is going to be annually, depending on how the tours are, so we can continue spreading that. But we also feel that in a camp, it should be a message we continue spread spreading around the country everywhere we go, because it needs to be everyday life and, and that awareness needs to be there. We need to preach where we can in the space that we can uh, where uh, where we are to make sure that we educate those around us and our supporters and everyone who has uh, joined the, the campaign and just make sure that uh, we get to a point where we can curb this and, or help curb it in the future. Mm-hmm. So annually, yes, it's going to be one of uh, an annual event and it's one we're looking to spread with every year we go forward. Other than that, it needs to be every, we need to spread, also continue to spread the message that it must be a way of life for all of us going forward. Mm. And coach, with regards to the debutants and the young talent that you mm. spoke about incorporating them into the team, what's your assessment of them so far uh, from the ODIs to now the T20 series? 
No, we were very happy. I think you could see the nerves for most of them when they got an opportunity. I mean, uh, it's one thing to be able to be in a camp and preparing with your teammates. It's another when you have to go out there and actually execute your skill and perform. Because mm-hmm. they, they know they have been prepared for this. So eventually when the opportunity comes, the nerves will always sometimes take over from what you actually need to do and then how they settled and eventually started playing the cricket that we know they can. It was very pleasing to see. So we're hoping that we can build on these kind of things and just uh, get our base break bigger as far as competitive cricket uh, it is in the in the squad mm-hmm. and hopefully we as a team we can sustain the performances that we're starting to see now from these ladies and we can just grow from strength to strength from where we are and building to the World Cup. And also just talking about those youngsters, you obviously have a nice mix of youngsters and experience in your side. And looking at the likes of Shabnim Ismail, you know, only becoming the fourth um, woman in T20 International to reach 100 wickets. So how impressive has she been and also her contributions to the side? Now, a professional cricketer, uh, what what she's got, she deserves it. She's been working extremely well. I mean, over the years, she's one of those that led the attack when uh, chips were down between her and Marizan Cup and showed the youngsters as they came into the system what needs to happen. I mean, she's one of those that shares ideas, work extremely hard. And, you know, she sets herself to high standards. So when what happened uh, uh, in the last T20 happens, you know, you, you're very happy for those kind of players because of the work they put in. So from where we are as a country, we're very blessed to have seen such talent and we we wish uh, all of the best in the future also as we go along and she must stay fit and keep working hard. But the youngsters are enjoying rubbing shoulders with her and she's very good with that and an asset to, the, to our country. Coach, you're two nil up, obviously, in the T20 series right now. On Wednesday, you guys are, doing, are playing the, the third T20 against mm. Pakistan. Surely you guys are fencing a clean sweep. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, there's no, there's no win at international cricket. It's very easy. Everyone wants to go on the park mm-hmm. and play to win, but... Uh, we have prepared. We're going to, we've got one more opportunity again tomorrow to prepare for the last uh, T20. Mm-hmm. And yes, we would like to have a clean sheet, but it's going to require hard work from each and everyone in the camp. Mm. And of course, uh, Coach, uh, thank you so much for your time. Once again, a very happy birthday to you and all the best um, for the rest of the series. Thanks for having me, Ayanda. Awesome stuff. Thank you, Coach. All right, so that was the Momentum um, Proteus coach there, Mr. Hilton Morrowing, chatting to us about uh, the series they have been right now with Pakistan. A very, very impressive performances from ladies, both on the ODI and the T20. Definitely. I have to say that I feel like Coach Hilton is, is one of the happiest men in the world right now. Your team is performing quite well, exceptionally, if anything. Today is his birthday and the president yeah, announced so some doors are going to be open. <laughs> so, I, I mean, but otherwise, uh, with regards to how the, teams, uh, the team has been performing, I have to say that, I mean... I'm expecting a whitewash. Mm, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely a whitewash because, I mean, we've been looking at how uh, the momentum projects have been performing. They're, they're, they're so consistent, they're so dominant, and they make sure that um, they're out for blood, and which is yeah. what we've been getting, what we've been wanting. And hopefully, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end like that. Two DSTV premature.